0: To the dynamic teaching of Pastor Nife Ibiemi, lead pastor of Love Dominion Assembly International. It is his vision to unveil the culture of Zion through the word and discipleship. Ready, set, grow. We're supposed to do, uh, um, supposed to do the law. Amen. So we are still, you know, parambulating around Satan. Amen. So, I'm going to try my best to ensure that all of us are carried along so we're not lost in this. So, we started on the accuser series some weeks ago and we've been looking at who Satan is and Satan's position, okay, in relative to us. So, but let's just let's go straight today, uh, to just do some things. Let's go to Colossians. Let's start from Colossians. Colossians in chapter 1, glory to God. Colossians and chapter 1, Father, we yield ourselves to you this morning, our spirit, our mind, our soul, we yield it to you. Open our hearts and eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Touch every life today in the name of Jesus. We resist and reject every orchestration of the opposition against the progress of your people. We reject it in one accord. In the name of Jesus, we stand undefeated forever. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name, we pray. Colossians and chapter 1, hallelujah. So Colossians, we're reading from, we're reading chapter 1, we're reading from verse 12. Colossians and chapter 1, we're reading from verse 12. If you're there, say Jesus is Lord. If you're not there, say I'm blessed. So we're going to wait for the blessed ones, just for five seconds. One. One two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. So we should all be there now. Alright, so look at it. Col- Colossians and chapter 1. And also it is good to, you know, once in a while to jot. Okay, often it's good to jot. And it's good to also pay attention to details. And that's that is one of the ways we grow spiritually. By paying attention to details. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. You pay attention to details. How do you pay attention to details? Uh, how do you jot to pay attention to details for example when I say banana monkey a Z D J q Z again q banana what did I just say? Does it make sense? not really so but you are trying to see ah, what is exactly what exactly what is he saying exactly amen so you are so sometimes you are just okay he said banana monkey a. Z so you put your heart and your mind to try to understand. Are you getting trying to say yeah? Uh-huh. And as you are doing that, sometimes you may just write, he said monkey, banana, a Z. So uh, you know, hopefully, by the time you get home, by the time you open it, and you are seeing it, ah we are seeing now that monkey is eating banana. Amen. So sometimes it becomes clearer. Okay, Colossians 1, we're saying verse 12. So giving thanks, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So I start again. He says, giving thanks. So he's saying this that we give thanks, we give thanks to the Father. We give thanks to the Father who has made us meet. He made us. The father made us to meet. What does that mean? It means the father qualified us. So when you say, for example, listen up everybody. When you say, when you want to enter, for those who are in the university, for, for those who have not been to the university or those that have finished university, whichever the case may be, you know, sometime But you must have heard. So you want to enter university, they have requirement. They tell you you've got to have certain score, certain mark. So, and if you don't meet this mark, you don't you know, qualify for the course. So you want to study engineering, medicine, they tell you the mark is gonna be this. Or you wanna be a doctor in the US or in the UK. They tell you the the, the 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 mark you have to you know reach or the limit has to be this mark, 294.99, this this. 99% okay so giving thanks unto the father who has made us meet somebody say made us meet yes. so what does that mean it means that the father has qualified us so he made us to meet the requirement hallelujah so he said he has made us he didn't say you made yourself so you did not make yourself to qualify the father made you qualify Hallelujah. It made you meet the requirement. What requirement? Look at it again. He it says he a giving thanks unto the Father who, as, who which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So what did the Father make us to meet? Are you following everybody? He made us to meet the requirement to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Amen. Are you together, everybody? So it's simple. So you've got to you want to, you know, so the court of mark, the mark, and the qualifying mark to enter a particular course or to practice a particular you know uh, uh, specialty is two ninety, and you got you got one hundred. So you need one ninety to qualify. So what the father has done is that the father has removed your one hundred and gave you three hundred over three hundred. Okay, so with your 300 over 300, you now meet, amen, you meet the requirement, so to say, to be partakers of the inheritance in the light with confidence. Okay, not with a sense of, ah, I'm not supposed to be here, okay, but with confidence. Okay, we're going somewhere. All right, look at it. Are you following everybody? Are we together? All right, look at it again. Look at it again. Colossians 1, 12. Colossians and chapter 1, verse 12. Giving thanks. Unto the father. So who do we give thanks to? I repeat, who do we give thanks to? What has the father done? The father has qualified us, he has made us meet. So when I'm gonna come here, I'm sorry. What I'm gonna say, Father, I thank you. Why am I thanking God for? Because He has qualified me. So, I'm not thanking God because, hey, I have done this, I have done this by myself. No, I am thanking God because He has qualified me to be partakers of what? Of the inheritance of the saint. No, this is also very important. Who is a saint? A saint is someone who has received Jesus. So, if you have received Jesus, you are a saint. God called, Col- uh, 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 first Corinthians, quickly. First Corinthians, we are going to come back to Colossians. First Corinthians. Amen? 1 Corinthians and chapter 1. 1 Corinthians and chapter 1. So Paul said, the Bible says, Paul, called to be 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Are you there? Yes. So it said, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. I remember I told you some years ago, I was somewhere and I asked them, I said, ah, how many of you, who is a saint? So I asked them, they should mention three saints that they know. And they mentioned they said there are so many saints. And that was about 16 years ago, there are about Okay, this has a mention three saints that you know. And they said, well, there are so many of them. I said, just saints, mention saints. He said, there are so many of them. Okay, mention. They mentioned Saint Eugene, Saint Deese, Saint uh, Charles. Saint so they mentioned those who had died. Amen. Who had died. So I told them, you have not mentioned one saint. And they said, which saint? I said, you have not mentioned Saint Niphe. And when I said, you have not mentioned Saint Nifé, everybody go, went, what? How could you? How could you call yourself a saint? Who are you to call yourself a saint? Now, they just called somebody that had died saint. Saint Nino. Saint George. Saint this. Saint that. But, the Bible, look at First Corinthians. Look at it. First Corinthians. First Corinthians and chapter 1. It says, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustenance our brother unto the church of God which is at corinthians to them that are sanctified in christ jesus called saints the word to be is in italics so he's saying so this guy paul an apostle was writing to the corinthians and in his introduction he said you guys i paul and my and sister and brother we are writing to you you guys in corinthians called what so he called, was he writing to dead people was he, I'm asking you a question. Was Paul writing to dead people? No. He was writing to human beings, not goats, not animals. He was writing to human beings, those who have received Jesus. He said, called saints. He said, look at it again. He said, called saints. He said, they as what? Sanctified in Christ Jesus, called saints. Say, I'm sanctified in Christ Jesus. In Christ. I can not hear you say, I'm in sanctified in Christ Jesus. So, so therefore, I am called saints. So I am Saint Nepheh. Of course, you won't put my name in front of you. Say, I am Saint Nephe. So you are a saint. You are a saint. You are a saint, not because of now. If you read first Corinthians, if you read Corinthians, are you together, everybody? If you read Corinthians, you would see in all the chapters in Corinthians, Paul was writing to address the errors in the Corinthians church. So, in fact, to be honest, one of them even slept with his stepmother. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5. So, they had so many inconsistencies because they were human beings that were gathering in the church of Corinthians. However, when he started his letter, he addressed them as saints. Am I communicating to us here? So, when he started his letter, he addressed them as saints. And let me tell you this, everybody. It is a great privilege. A great honor to stand before God's people and preach and teach. I repeat again. See, it is a great privilege. Maybe you don't understand that the most important person here, okay, is you. Maybe you don't know. So, what a pastor is a servant leader. So, I am. So what I am doing, I am serving you. God sent, you are most important. You are the reason why Jesus died. You are the reason why God gave ministry gifts. God gave pastors, apostles. Okay, I think am I might too fast. Are we together, everybody? So, listen up, listen up. You are the reason. You are... Moses, Moses. I repeat again. Moses, Moses, Moses. Moses, Moses. Now, the people of Israel, amen, just think about it. The people of Israel, very stiff-necked. Stiff-necked, stiff-necked. And they've got some stubborn hearts. Now, these guys, Moses led them, you know, from nations to nation. And now, one time they went They went disobedient. Okay, let me start from the story. In Exodus 33, 34, Moses said to God, I want to know you. Show me your face. And God told him, my glory is going to pass by you. You're going to see my back. And that happened in Exodus 34. And Moses stood in the cleft of the rock. And the glory of God passed by. And God declared his name. He said, I am merciful. I forgive iniquity that will by no means clear the conscience of the one that has committed it. Okay, let me comment again. Ah, okay. okay, so look at it. So he said this. Are we following everybody? Are we together? So look at it. So Moses went. Moses said to God, I want to know you. You know me by name. You call me Moses. Moses, Moses, Moses. But I want to know you. And God said to Moses, Okay, okay. I am going to show myself to you. But how? I'm going to pass. Of course, you know, Moses never saw God. No, no, he didn't see God. So that was figurative because the Bible says there, it said no man has seen God at any time in John, okay? So what Moses saw was the glory of God. He saw the fading glory. And in the glory, God declared his personality. I'm going somewhere. God, The best person that can introduce anyone, okay, is yourself. Are you going to try to say, yeah, the best I can say is that, well, this is, uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is, we use I used to call you are we use it, that's the best thing I can say. But she's the best to give a proper download, a profile. I am this, I am that, I am that. Now, God went and profiled himself, gave his profile to Moses. He said, I am the one who am the merciful God. I forgive iniquity that we by no means Declare the conscience of the one that has done it. Let me explain that. God is saying that the sin that someone will do, that even when the person feels forgiven, but his conscience is still hurting the person hard, he said, I forgive such iniquity. Okay, let's keep let's, let's keep that. So I'm going somewhere. So yeah. So Moses knew the personality of God, knowing that God is a merciful God. So yeah, the people of Israel move from nations to nations. And God said, because they became stiff-necked, and they started complaining in wilderness, and God said, I'm going to destroy this nation, these people, as one. Especially for the ones that were disobedient. And Moses said, in Numbers 10, 11, 12, Moses said, God, remember what you told me in Exodus 33, 34. Of course, he didn't say it like that. <laughs> so he said, remember what you told me on the mountain, that you are a merciful God, that you forgive iniquities. And God said, ah, ah. okay. I will do it. I will not I will not destroy the nation. Good. I'm going somewhere. That was Moses. Listen, Moses interceded for the people. And God said, "Okay, good." Then suddenly they needed to they became angry again and God needed Moses to strike the rock. Moses got angry because of the people and struck the rock twice. And God punished him because he got angry because of the people. Are you you with me here? Moses was given because of the people. Mm -hmm. Moses was given because of what? Because of the people. So the most important person here is you. Amen. Am I communicating here? Is you. So pastors and leaders are servant leaders. Mm -hmm. Especially in church. Okay, that's by the way. So Corinthians were addressed as what? So let's go back again. So he says, he wrote them and he called them saints. Why did he call them saints? He called them saints because they have been sanctified in Christ. Because they had believed the gospel. We are going somewhere. We still come back there. Colossians 1. Go there. Holy Spirit, help me. Colossians 1.12. He said, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Did you see that? So, partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Now, where I'm going is actually 13. He says, "Who are so?" He put, if you say, "Inheritance of the saint that is in light," in verse 12, he now put colon. So he now s- explain that inheritance. Am I communicating here? Listen up, everybody. See, you have to go back. Go back to 12. Go back to 12. He says, "Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us into the particles of the inheritance in the saint. Colon, 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 colon. It means the next verse. Okay, explains what the inheritance. So what it verse now says? It says, "Who has delivered us?" Now look at that. It says this. It says, "The Father has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son." Now look up, everybody. Now the word the word power there it means is exosia. It means He has delivered us from the authority and the influence of darkness. Amen. The Father has delivered me from the influence of darkness. So the authority of darkness, the influence of Satan, so to the believing one, to the one who has believed the gospel, there is no influence of the of darkness on your life. I repeat again, amen. Now if you pay attention to that, he said who has it is say who will will we see something together by the time we finish. Amen. God the Father, he has delivered you and me from the power of what? And what has he done with it? He has translated us into the kingdom of his son. In that son, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. So there is something that we receive as an inheritance in Christ. And that is a special type of deliverance from the power and the influence of Satan. Look at let, look, let's go to uh, uh, go to first uh, Ephesians, Ephesians quickly, amen. So many things to touch, but I'm gonna just Ephesians and chapter two. Ephesians two, he said, look at it. He said, Verse one, he said, He has quickened us. Yeah, he said, You are he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. He said, Wearing in time pass. Somebody said, time, time pass. So you have to pay attention to tenses. When you are reading the Bible, you have to know what is in the past tense, what is in the present tense, and what is the present continuous tense. Are we together? So what we read earlier now, he said he has delivered us. So we're not going to say Father, please, come and deliver me from the influence of darkness, okay? Because there's no influence of darkness on your heart now. Mm -hmm. We're going somewhere, okay. Amen. Amen. Okay. Are we together, everybody? Good. Awesome. So look at that again. He said, wearing in time pass, will we, we'll you walk according to the course of this word, according to the prince of the power of the hair, of the hair, you know, did I put H in it? No, Or the hair. The spirit, the spirit that now walk, where? If you don't understand what I just said, okay, forget about it. It's not, it's not part of the things you're supposed to pay attention to. Amen. Alright, good. Bless your heart. So, he says this, he said according to the spirit, to the what? To the prince of the power of the of the hair, the spirit that now walk where? Now, who are the children of disobedience? Those who have not believed the gospel. So, what are, what are we obeying? We are obeying the gospel. What is the gospel? That Jesus died for our sins and that God raised him up. So, that is the gospel. So, when you believe that, you have obeyed the gospel, He's now saying those who have not obeyed the gospel, who have not believed the gospel, there's a spirit that is at work in them. That is the spirit of the, the spirit of the powers of the air, and that's what we are talking about earlier when we started this. That Satan, okay, Satan is not a prince in hell. Satan is not a priest in hell. Satan is a priest of the powers of the hell, the spirit that now walks in the children of disobedience, who walk about seeking who he may devour. So, who do Satan have influence over? Those that have not believed the gospel. Okay. Amen. So, a man that has not received the gospel, who is the king and the priest on that person's life? Satan. Satan rules in the person's heart. So, But for the one who has believed the gospel, what has the father done? The father has delivered you. He didn't say he will deliver you. He said he has delivered you from the influence of darkness. Look at... Act, 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 act. So very important, I think we should also know this. That how a man became born again, how you receive, how he became born again, is through the influence of the spirit. So because you receive the Holy Ghost, oh God, are we together? I'm trying to rush. I'm trying to rush, and that's why I'm you know jumping everywhere. Now look at what did I say to open earlier? Okay, act good. Let's go to Act. Act 26. Act 26. Praise God. I love the Lord. Act 26. Okay. Act 26. We read from verse 14. Okay. And when we were all falling to the head. So Paul was talking about his experience on his way to Damascus when he met the Lord. He said, and when we were falling, when we were all falling to the head, he said, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the prick. And he said this verse fifteen, and I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus. Whom you what? Persecute. Now, in now says, But rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared unto you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen, and of the things in which I will appear unto you. Are we together? Okay. Verse 17, Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom I now what? Send you. Now, verse 18 is where I'm going. He says, I am sending you to open their eyes and to turn them from what? Darkness to light. From the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive what? And inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith. So, look at it. So, I have told us this is very important. When you go about, okay. So, Paul is saying that this is commission. So, God told Paul. He said, Go. He said, I am sending you to men. So, to deliver them. So, to, to open their hearts. Okay, so that they would be turned. Let me I will say it exactly. He said, to turn them. What? From what? From darkness to light. How are men going to be turned from darkness to light? Through the gospel. Amen. Are we together? We're going somewhere. So, we said something earlier. When, listen, when you receive Jesus when you became born again, you received the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Spirit that makes you a new creation. It is because, look at it, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, let's go there. I have got the Holy Ghost in me. 1 Corinthians and chapter 6. 1 Corinthians and chapter 6. It says this, verse chapter 6, 11. It says, And such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, But you are what? In the name of the Lord Jesus, that is by the Spirit of the Lord. Now the word there "and" is "kai." It simply means "that is" or even uh, even more. So it's like saying, for example, um, "I'm getting better and better." Are we together? "I'm getting better and better." So it's not two things. So it's not as if, for example, he said, "But such were some of you." If you read verse eleven again, he said, "But such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are what? Sanctified, but you are justified. How are you washed, sanctified, and justified? How? In the name of the Lord Jesus, which is or that is by the Spirit of God. So it's the same thing. So it's not like it's not like oh, you are washed and sanctified and justified in the name of Jesus and two things and the Spirit is not, not two things. It's one thing." The name of Jesus is the spirit of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Am I communicating to us here? Okay, look at it. So, let's keep reading. So, it says, "So how are we justified by the spirit of Jesus? Amen. Are we together? How are we justified by the spirit of Jesus? How are we washed by the spirit of Jesus? The Bible says, anyone who does not have the spirit of God is none of his. So, when you became born again, when you received Jesus, you are born of the Spirit. You are born of the Spirit. Say, I'm born of the Spirit. Spirit. John, we're going there. We're going somewhere. John 3, go there quickly. John 3. Holy Spirit, help me. Catch up with time. John 3. John 3. Amen. John 3, we read verse 6. He says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is what? So, when a man is born again. It is his spirit that is out, that is born out of the spirit of God. He's saying here, he said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Okay? In other words, what, so when a, when a man, when a woman gives birth, she gives birth to flesh, flesh gives birth to flesh. Genetically, okay, the child shares the same genetic material with the two parents. So, it's absolutely flesh giving birth to what? Flesh. So he said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Because there was a question here from Nicodemus. So he's asking, what do you mean by being born again? Maybe we should start from John 3.3. He said, said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot what? listen up everybody. So he said, so Nicodemus came to him and said, no one can do the things you are doing except God is with him. And Jesus answered, except a man is born again. that's the first time that that word will be coming out in the scriptures. Born again. So except a man is born again, he cannot what? See the kingdom. So people say, well, you know what he's saying that, oh, when you are born again, you see. Then after you see, you know, well, uh, what the verse, uh, five. Look at verse five. He says, Jesus answered, very, very, I say unto you, a seven be born of water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So they say something like this. Well, when you are born again, you see. When you are born of water and spirit, you enter. You are not serious. See, amen. I wish to get everybody. So it is the same thing. It is an explanation. So he started by saying, listen up, everybody. I wish to get So it started by this. So the guy came, Nicodemus came to Jesus. And said to him, no one can do what you are doing, except God is with him. We are going somewhere, we are going to join everything together. Except God is with him. And Jesus said, you must be born again. Yes. Who? What do you mean? How can someone be born again? Will he? He ex- said, except a man is born of the water and of the spirit. The word born of water and of the spirit is not talking about baptism of water. Yes. Yes. Amen. See, it's English word. English, English. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. English is my second language. Yoruba is my first language. There's a difference between baptized and born. Amen. (laughs) To born means something is coming out of something. Baptized is what? To immerse. Baptized is not immerse and come out. Are we together everybody? The word baptized the word baptized is from the Greek word baptizo. It means to be immersed. It's not so baptized does not include immerse and bring out. I want you to understand it clearly. Okay? Be a thinking believer. So to be baptized means what? To what? And this is it. Nobody and I told us this. There is nobody that has, that is baptized in water as I, as I speak to you here, you can only say I was baptized in water. Yes. You can only use that word that I was baptized in water. You cannot be baptized and be baptizing, and remain baptized in water. Because to remain baptized in water it means you turn to a fish. <laughs> I Amen together. Because when a man is baptized, baptized simply means immense. It does not include coming out. And to baptize somebody, you can only baptize somebody for a few seconds. I watched a movie yesterday, Blacklist. I was surprised. One guy was baptized for 18 minutes. <laughs> Amen. 18 minutes inside water. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was like, what is going to happen here? <laughs> so and so to be baptized simply means what? You immerse. So what John the Baptist will do, he will immerse people for a few minutes or few seconds and take them out. And that is what it is. It has ended there. Okay. So to be born of the spirit is different. So for example, a goat will give birth to a goat. A lion give birth to a lion. This is a very common simple analogy. When a spirit gives birth, when the spirit of God gives birth, he gives birth to spirit. So he's saying that which is born of the flesh is flesh. Born, what came out of the flesh is flesh. So when your mother gave birth to you, what came out of your mother is a genetic material that is if Y, X, Y, or XS, that mixed together, there's genetic mixture mixture that gave birth to you. Are we together? Yeah. There, there are all kinds of things happened in our womb. Okay? So that produced you after nine months. So that is flesh, giving me to flesh. So in now said, That which is born of the spirit is what? Yeah. So to be born of the spirit is what it simply means is that you have believed the gospel, you have received the Holy Ghost, you have a new creation, eternal life has been imparted on your spirit. The born of water there, amen. Are we together? Yeah. Water there is the same thing. As the spirit, so that's why that's why we are saying that the baptism of the spirit, which is the baptism of Jesus, is the one and only true baptism. Because when you are baptized in the spirit, you remain baptized in the spirit forever. You are not baptized. God see this way. The way Jesus baptized you, is not like you are baptizing you in the spirit and take you out of the spirit. When a man receives Jesus, the Bible says we know that we are in him. And he is in us by the spirit. He told them, he said, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. So what happened is this. When a man believes the gospel, he is in the spirit. He is baptizing the spirit. I am baptizing the spirit. I remain baptizing the spirit. And I'm being baptizing, ba- baptizing in the spirit. What I'm trying to say is that it's a present continuous operation. I remain baptizing the spirit. Are we together, yeah. Said it to me. Said, I remain baptizing the spirit. I can't hear you. I remain baptized in the spirit. So that's why you could see Jesus can come and tell them, John verily baptized you with the baptism of repentance. Paul, he said, he said, Jesus told him, he said, he said, Paul, John said, John said, he said, I baptize you with water. or <laughs> to repentance. That's what John, John told them. He said, I baptize you with water. He said, there is someone that is coming after me. Who is greater than me? He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And it's a remaining thing. Jesus said, He said, and we he said, and the spirit of God will come and abide in you forever. Hallelujah. Are we together? Yeah. Jesus said, He said, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you for how long? Yeah. That is the baptism of the spirit. The spirit of God will abide with you forever. I'm going somewhere. Now we started something, we're going somewhere, okay. So, I said we should go somewhere before. Where was that? Okay, see. So, we have the Holy Ghost. Say, I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes. Say, I have the Holy Ghost. I have the Holy Ghost. Say, I walk, in the I walk in the Spirit. Say, I'm a child of the Spirit. I'm a child of the Spirit. I can't hear you. Say, I'm a child of the Spirit. I'm a child of the Spirit. So, so, think about it. So, now, let think about it. Look at the narrative clearly. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, He has delivered us from the influence of what? Darkness. He has translated us into where? The kingdom of what? Of his son. So we read earlier. So Jesus said, except a man be born of God, he cannot see or enter, what? Into what? The emphasis there is not water. It's about the spirit. Because if you continue reading, he says this. He said the spirit blows, I mean the wind blows where it is, but no one knows where it's going and where it's coming from. So is everyone that is what? So the emphasis is born of the spirit. Are we together? We're going somewhere. So, here comes Paul. He said, The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but is in what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Listen up, everybody. So, the kingdom of God, I think I'm rushing, but I'm trying my best to repeat and repeat it. So, this is it. Jesus said, you will not enter the kingdom of God, except you are born again. So, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is not what will happen in the future. Take your mind away from future. Paul said, he said, the kingdom of God is not in meat and in drink, but it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So, do you have righteousness now? Do you have peace with God now? Do you have joy in the Holy Ghost now? what is that the kingdom of god so where are you now the kingdom of god so the kingdom of god is not in meat and drink is in righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost so we are in the kingdom of god he has trans- he has delivered us from the influence of darkness translated us into the kingdom of his son which is the kingdom of god which is righteousness peace And joy in the Holy Ghost is about the Holy Ghost being born of the Spirit. You are washed, you are justified, you are cleansed in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Are we together? Are we together, everybody? Say, I am cleansed. I am sanctified. I am justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of the Lord. The last part, last part. Look, look then. Now you are getting the point now. So we have been delivered from the influence of darkness. So that's why revelation can come to our heart now. The devil's got no hold on you. Amen. The devil's got no hold on you. At all. He's got no hold. He said he he has delivered us from the influence of darkness. A man who is born of God, who is a child of God, is ruled by the spirit of God. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the children of God. A man that is born of God is ruled by the spirit. His spirit ruled. You are spirit rude. The Bible says the love of God is shed abroad in the heart by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is living in you. He's walking in you. He's talking through you. He's loving the world through you. You cannot talk that enough. Amen. You can never talk that enough. The Holy Spirit is a work in you. Remember that. Let us seek in. The Spirit of God is in you. The Spirit of God is in me. He's working in me. Hallelujah. I make my boast in the Spirit of God. I live in the spirit of God. That's the kingdom of God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is the kingdom of God. I am in the kingdom of God. You are in the kingdom of God. The kingdom has come to you. You know, Jesus said to them, he said, when you want to pray, pray like this, your kingdom come, your will be done. The kingdom, that was before he died. They can pray the kingdom because he was teaching them to pray that the kingdom should come. But when he died, they said, wait. Wait. Wait, don't go out. Don't go out until you are endued with power from an eye. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. How do you know that the kingdom has come? The kingdom is revealed in power. The kingdom of God is, re- is revealed in the power of the Holy Ghost. Converting the soul. So he said to Paul, he said, Now I am sending you to the Gentiles whom I have delivered you from to turn them From what? To turn them from the power of darkness to light. From Satan to God. How is he going to turn them? Through the gospel. So by preaching the gospel, they believe, they receive the Holy Ghost. They are translated from the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Are we together here? Luke 11. Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10 10, verse 19. So this was Jesus. So we read from verse 17 and and the 70s returned again with joy saying lord even the devils are subject unto us through your name oh my goodness i'm sorry listen see at this point he has not died (laughs) at this point he has not died okay and yet he delegated 70 and they returned with joy. What about now that he has died? Are you going i trying to say? Yes. What about now that he has died, that he has shared his spirit abroad on us? Look at what he says again. He says this. And the 70 returned again with joy. Saying, Lord, even the devils, just imagine that. I want you to picture it. 70 imperfect, rude, crude, rude, dirty, human beings, young boys, 17, 18, 19. You don't know that? Many of them were young. 17, 18, 19. Jesus was their rabbi, their teacher, 30 years old. Maybe Peter was a little bit of the aged side. Are you going I'm trying to say, yeah. 17, 18, 19 guys. 19 year old. Mixture. Probably there's a 70 year old there. I don't know. But 70 people returned with joy. What is the joy? So, ho oh, ho, master, hey, hey, we saw something today that we have not seen before. Devils were subject to us just imagine me <laughs> hallelujah just they returned with joy that devils were subject to them look at what jesus said papa boss the boss the lord himself look at why they were rejoicing the Bible says and Jesus said unto them I can see Satan he said I see Satan fall as lightning from heaven I told us heaven is not a is not a city you have to understand that the Bible describes, it says, heaven is my throne. Listen up. Heaven is my throne. The earth is what? You must understand. So, if God is saying, heaven, God never said heaven is his home. God has never for once in the Bible said heaven is his home. No. So Yo, know, we are going to go to heaven. The home of God. Every morning we just sing praise and worship to God. With different instruments. That is with angels. They will be singing tenor. <laughs> Soprano. It's not Bible. It's not Bible. When the Bible describes it, it said, heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool." So don't make earth look stinky. Earth is not stinky. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Yeah. You have to understand. The first man, Adam, was created not in heaven, on earth. So the assignment has always been. He said this. He said, I will, he said, he said, it will make you. He said, "Ha! Oh, God help me. He said, he has made us kings. And priests, and we shall reign where? Uh, we shall reign where uh, is this not Bible that we're quoting? It's not Quran. He said, he said, he, he said, He has made us kings and priests. We shall reign where? Amen. Revelation. Is this Revelation 1? Go there because of because of what we are doing here. Revelations 1. Go there. Revelation 1 5. Help me out. Are you there? Revelation 1 5. He said, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. He says, No, no, go back. Okay. Uh, okay, it's the same thing. Okay, five, six. Let's do. Let's start from five. He said, I'm from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness. Oh, oh my goodness. I feel like teaching on faithful witness. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten from the dead, and the priest of the kings of the earth. The priest of the kings of the earth. The earth is not thinking as you are thinking it. He's the priest of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loved us and washed us, from our sins, in his own blood. Next verse. And has made us kings and priests, to him be glory. No, 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 no. Re- Revelations 5.10. 5.10, 5.10, help me. Uh uh-huh. I was thinking what is happening here. 5.10, help me. 5.10, quickly. Okay. Uh, the same thing. He has made us what? Unto our God, what, everybody? Amen. And we shall reign where? Amen. In heaven. In heaven. It is Bible, not Quran. This is Bible. He said he has made us kings and priests. And we shall reign on earth. We shall reign on earth. So, oh, we're going to go to heaven. We're going to reign. It's not in Bible. There's nothing to reign over in heaven. Amen. There's nothing to reign over in heaven. You you reign over the challenges that comes away on earth. That's why you reign over. Amen. There's nothing to reign over any never. He said he has made us kings and priests and we shall reign on earth. And how does he plan to do it? Through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have we together everybody. Amen. Say I will reign on earth. Amen. Well, even if it is heavy in your mouth, at least look at the scripture and say, ah, it is pastor that is not pastor that is saying it. It is Bible that is saying it. Amen. 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 It's not. So he gave us the Holy Ghost. He gave them the Holy Ghost. He said you will be witness unto me. First where? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the world. On the uttermost part of the world. Where is Jerusalem? Where is Judea? Where is Samaria? Where is Georgia? Abba. How, are we, how are we now supposed to reign? It's simple. We will go to the Gentiles from whom he has delivered us, as he has done Paul, to turn their heart from the power of darkness to light. From the kingdom of darkness to light. From the power of Satan to what? To God. That's how you're running. Glory to God. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You cannot do anything without the Holy Ghost. I repeat again. You cannot do what? Anything without the Holy Ghost. He has made us kings and priests, and we shall reign well. So he said this. He said, when he explained it, in Isaiah he said, which house, look at it. When God wanted to talk about his own home, he said, which house will you build unto me? He said, the heaven I have made in my, my hand. I told us in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Where was God when he was creating heaven and earth? In heaven? No. How can you be inside what you are creating? Are you okay? I'm trying to say, yeah. So he said, in the beginning, God created the heavens I'm riding up, okay, very soon. So he is in eternity. God is in eternity. So when he described it, he said, Where is the house that you build unto me? He said, Is it the heavens and the heads? My hands have made them. He said, But to this man will I look. He said, He will look to this man. So God will make his abode in you. And when he described it, he said, Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. He said, I will come and make our abode in you. And we come, he said. We are believing you receive me. I am a father. We come and make our abode in you through the spirit. Your body, my body, is the temple of the Holy Ghost. God lives here. God lives here. Hallelujah! God lives here. So if you are asking for God's address, He lives here. This is not hotel. God is not lodging here and checking out. So He will not come and check out here. He lives here. He lives here, 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 he lives here. So he said to them, listen up. Oh, oh, oh help me. don't worry. We'll up. He said, In my father's house, there are many words. I told us that that's King James. King James is the one that put mansion. Other version did not put mansion. King James, the Greek word there is not mansion. You cannot have a mansion in a house. Think about it. So you cannot have a mansion. In a house, he's saying, In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. There are many dwelling places. There are many dwelling places. He's dwelling here, he's dwelling here, he's dwelling here, he's dwelling here, he's dwelling there, he's dwelling there. God is dwelling here. Hallelujah. God is dwelling here. We are going somewhere, so we have been delivered from the influence of darkness. What is influencing us now is the spirit of God. The spirit of God is influencing me. I walk in the spirit. I see by the spirit. I love by the spirit. The spirit of God is influencing me. Hallelujah. I preach through the help of the spirit. But look at, look at. are still going back to our Luke? Luke, here. Luke 11. Go there quickly, everybody. Luke 10. Sorry, thank you. Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10. Luke 10. Don't miss it. Luke 10. He says this. So we say he said something. says, heaven is what? My throne. The earth is what? So what does throne signify? authority. A throne authority. Footstool means where he exercises the authority. So, the heaven is my throne. So, what he's saying is this. It is very constant. Nobody can have any effective authority on earth except he's sitting in the heavens. So, that's why he said this. He said, that's why the Bible says we are seated together with Christ Jesus. Where? While we are seated in heavenly places, listen up everybody, Why you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus am I too fast everybody? while you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, where are you physically living? on earth so, but in the spirit, by the spirit you are seated with Christ in heavenly places so what are you supposed to be doing on earth? to be authoritative to, to be exerting the authority of Jesus the only way you can do it is when you are seated in heaven so he said, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. let's now read our Romans, and look Look, are you there? Yes, sir. Look. And the 70 return with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, I'm seeing Satan falling from the place of authority, heaven. And I said, Behold, look here. So that's me, Behold. Behold means look here. Look here. So just imagine them, all of them, joying, excited. Hey, Master, Master, Master. I said, and why they are saying Master, he just said, I'm seeing Satan dislodge from the place of authority. And I said, look here, look here, look here, look here. The old 70. Look here. Eh, calm down first. Look here, look here. Hey, 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 calm down. You know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. I have done it before, several times in this church. People are excited about concerts. Hey, what's up? What's a powerful concert? What a powerful concert? Wow. What a powerful meeting? What a powerful meeting? I'm, 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 some people will be looking at me, Pastor. Ah, what is happening? What, what do you want to rate us? What happened? I said, calm down. Hey, man. Look here. That's what Jesus is saying. Look here. Behold, I give unto you. Power. here To trample upon what? Serpents. What is serpent? What is serpent? Remember, it's not literally say, okay, you carry your leg and start putting your leg inside uh, where, where uh, snakes are. He said, I've given you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions. Remember what came in the garden? What serpent? Remember I said, I saw, he said, the Bible says, the old dragon, Satan, serpent, has been dislodged. I saw Satan Fall from the place of authority, the old dragon, the old serpent, Satan, I give you power. He didn't say, I will give you. He said, I give you power. To trample upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the powers of the enemy. Huh? Huh? You have to see this. He says, and nothing. 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 Someone said nothing. nothing. I can't I, I can hear Say Nothing. Please, as I, as I say this thing, okay? Maybe I should hold the mic so that you can read it yourself. And you will not hear my voice, but you hear the voice of Jesus. So just think about it, that Jesus is speaking to you. In the midst of the joy, he said, calm down, calm down, calm down. I give unto you power over serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means shall by any means shall by any means ought to you. Nothing. What a confident word! What a word! Just imagine you take that word from the mouth of Jesus, the Master, and you are going to lands and nations, knowing that nothing, no power of the enemy shall hurt you. He said, "I have delivered you from the powers of darkness." Look at it. What did he say there? Nothing. Somebody said nothing. nothing. He said nothing shall by any means, enemies, any calculation, permutation shall hurt, hurt, you. Why? Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Look, tenaby. Hey, look at it. He says, "Verse two, verse 20. After he has said that, just just imagine, you no, know, imagine he gave a booster shot to their joy and say, "I give you authority. Nothing shall be any misfortune." So, ah, you want to kill us with plenty of joy? You want to kill us? So he said, "Notwithstanding, ah, master, notwithstanding, what is happening with notwithstanding? What did he say? Notwithstanding, not in this, rejoice not. Ah, ah, we just rejoice. He said, "We should not rejoice in this. Why?" Said that the spirit has subject to you, but rather rejoice. Why? So your name is in the place of authority. Rejoice because of that. You know why? So just imagine I because of demon, because of demon, you are rejoicing. I'm seeing Satan fall in place of authority. I give unto you power. You know what, guys? Don't rejoice because of that now. Calm down, calm down. Rejoice because of this. That your name is written in the place of authority. So from the place of authority, you are doing marriage well. From the place of authority, you're doing relationship well. From the place of authority, you're doing your business well. From the place of authority, you're doing your studies, academy, profession, ministry. You're doing it well. From the place of authority, you're doing your marriage well. Not because of demon, 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 demon. Rejoice not rejoice now, calm down, calm down look at what he now said, to not crown it up calm down, look at what he said to crown it up look at what he says, and in that hour in that hour in that hour what did Jesus do? now listen, listen listen, the word rejoice here is from the word agalio rejoice there in the Greek word is agalio what it means to live for joy, to live for joy. So Jesus in that hour yeah. lived for joy. That's what he means. He said, Look at it. He rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, oh Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Don't forget, God is Lord of heaven and earth. The, don't make earth look stinky. Don't make it, that we are gonna go to heaven. This earth is a problem. I told us, even heaven has a problem. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Where? So, even in heavenly places, they have wicked darkness. But there are levels, there are levels in the heavens. We have seventh levels, third heavens. So, for example, you and I know this. Between UK and Nigeria, which one has more authority? Okay. Between Nigeria and America. Between Georgia and America, which of them have authority? Are they not on the same earth plane? Are they not on the same earth? So in heaven, he said, we rest not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers, spiritual darkness forces in heavenly places. There's are the same heavenly places, but there are levels. You have to get it. There are levels in the same heavenly places, but there are levels. So when he said, he said, you are seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in the world to come jesus said he said oh lord i thank you oh father lord of heaven and earth, thou art each distance from the wise and the prudent what things this authority in the heavenlies? men carrying the spirit of god going about turning the heart of men from the power of darkness to light. From the power of Satan to God. He said you have hid it from the wise and from the prudent and has revealed it unto babes. Unto babes. Unto babes. Even so father. So for so it seemed good in your sight. I've got the authority. I've got the authority. I've got the authority. Nothing shall by enemies hurt me. I am full of God. I'm anointed of God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, do you know why you go through what you go through, it's because not all men have faith, last scripture, don't worry, no, no, sorry, Second Thessalonians, thank you, Sorry. Why we are still standing, those are standing, 2 Thessalonians, praise God, 2 Thessalonians, the devil's got no hold on your spirit, you are, yeah. yeah. you are uniquely placed in the spirit. You are uniquely placed in the spirit. You have to think. He said, nothing. He was not talking to pastors and prophets and Elijah or he was talking to believers. Babes. He said, he said, you have not, here yeah, you have eat these things from the wise and the prudent. But you have revealed it to the babes. You have revealed it to the babes. Look at what he says. Second, second, look at it. Verse 4. Second Thessalonians 4. Am I there? Is it the place? Is it no 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 no? no. Verse, verse 3 verse 3 sorry he said finally brethren look at it yeah finally brethren first Thessalonians 3 finally brethren, pray for us that the lord will what the lord may the lord that that the lord will make that the word of the lord may have free course and be glorified as it is with you that we may be delivered from unreasonable men and wicked men because not all men have faith that's the reason that's the reason because not all men have faith not everyone that you meet have the spirit of god so they won't do business with you with the way you are going to do it, so you have to do business by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit will tell you sometimes, don't go out, don't do meeting, don't travel, don't do this, it's the Holy Spirit. Right? Because not all men are faith, that's why you have challenges. When you go to nations, those that are stoning you to preach, they are persecuting you, these are not led by the Spirit of God. But you have to, the emphasis of today's teaching is that you have a place in Christ. Hallelujah. Say, I've got a place in Christ. Say, I'm anointed of God. I'm blessed of God in the name of Jesus. Say I'm seated together with Christ in heavenly places. Say my name is written in heaven and for this I rejoice. For this I rejoice. For this I rejoice. Say I stand undefeated. I stand undefeated by the spirit of the lord i stand undefeated i am the righteousness of god in the name of jesus i am washed cleansed sanctified purified elevated in the name of jesus by the spirit of the lord god I am anointed. My marriage is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My business is blessed. My business is blessed. My ministry is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Come on, talk in the Holy Ghost. Talk in the Holy Ghost. Talk in the Holy Ghost. If you can, pray. If you can, just pray. Pray. Use the authority. Stand against every scheme and wires of demons, devils. Your name is written. Pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Pray in understanding. Pray in the Holy Ghost and in the understanding. Pray for your marriage. Pray for your business. Pray over your family. Pray over your children. Pray over your husband pray over your wife you are seated in the place of authority your name is written in the place of authority not gonna stop you I'm not gonna stop you take this moment and pray in the Holy Ghost take this moment and use your authority to dislodge the powers of Satan I want you to see Satan fall from heaven see Satan fall from heaven over this nation Georgia over this territory Tbilisi Over your family, see Satan fall. See Satan fall. Pray, 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 pray. In the name of Jesus, use your authority. He has given you this authority. Use it. Use it. Nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Use it. Use it. Over nations. Over nations. Over nations over nations over nations over your life over unhealthy patterns in your life dislodge the powers of darkness you have the authority you are filled with the Holy Ghost the power of God is at work in you you are, you are of God you are of God you are of God you are of God the devil does not have a hold on your life you are unique you are of God you are of God Restoration it is. Restoration it is. Restoration it is. Restoration it is. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. In the name of Jesus, you take it. Name of Jesus, you take it in the name of Jesus. Take it in the name of Jesus. Take it. Let all glory da Dasata. Come on, come on, glory. E la dasa, Adavala Dasata. Kaba dos, kaba. Ida dos, kendi dosa. E da dasa, Adavala. bele bele bele. In the name of Jesus, the glory of God is upon you. The glory of God is upon you. In the name of Jesus, the glory of God is upon you. Take it, take it. In the name of Jesus, the glory of God is upon you. The anointing of God is upon you. The anointing of God is upon you. In the name of Jesus, the anointing of God is upon you. The anointing of God is upon you. By the, the Spirit of God, the anointing of God is upon you. Over your family, restitution, restitution. In the name of Grace is poured on you in the name of Jesus. Grace is poured on you. Grace is poured on you in the name of Jesus. Grace is poured on you by the Spirit of God. The anointing of God is poured on you. Grace is poured on you right at this moment. Right at this moment. Right at this second. The power of God is touching you. Is touching you. Every corner of this place. The anointing of God is uprooted, is touching your heart, is bringing forth in you. The anointing of God is touching you. There is resurrection. Come on, come on, don't stop. Don't stop. Take this moment and intercede in the spirit. Intercede in the spirit. Dislodge the powers of darkness. Dislodge the powers of darkness. Dislodge the powers of darkness. Dislodge it. Right now. Right now. At this moment. Eketoski balada, Elette de Boko Bradiata, Ekred de Boko Bradiata, Ekred de Boko Bradiata, Ebro de Boko Bradiata, Ebro Bokoski, Eke Proboscopi, Ebro Koprobokista, Ebro Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm not going to stop you. There is an anointing on the house right now. There is an anointing in the house right now. Changing life. Setting men free. You pray. You pray right now. Right now, you pray. Right now, you pray. Right now, you intercede. Ratoski ba. Yes Lord. O Ratoski, ila doskan deiana nama, ekeblo do bos. Ekoski da Hallelujah, manka pra la ba ba. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed.